the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show. Honored that you're listening. 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network. And uh, I'm going to bring our guest right in. Uh, He is a Republican, and he is a state representative. His name is uh, Reggie Stoltzfus. Representative Stoltzfus, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. How are you this afternoon? Jack, I am doing wonderful. Thank you for having me on your show today. Hey, absolutely. Uh, A lot to talk about, but I want to get your visceral response to House Bill 68. And just a reminder to our listeners, that contained the SAFE Act, but it also contained Save Women's Sports, which you put together with Jenna Powell. Uh, Give us your thoughts on the state Senate overriding Governor DeWine's veto yesterday. Jack, I think it's awesome that they overrode the governor yesterday. It just sends a clear message that this is what the people of Ohio want, and it's the right thing to do. So I'm very happy that they did what they did, and this is going to be coming into law. It needs to happen. It's going to happen. And uh, with with the help of the Senate, now it is happening. So it was a great day yesterday. So let me ask you this. In in your view, what does this do for athletes, not only – in high school, but at the college level? Well, it protects women. It protects women from from not having to compete with men in in whatever sport they're in because men are stronger, faster. They're just a whole different person than a woman, and it's just not right for a woman to have to compete against a male. And uh, it's it's just going to relieve that stress of a woman when they're competing. You know, I have two daughters that compete. They play basketball, Jack, and, you know, they're they're already stressed out when they go out on the court um, to play their game, and they're playing against girls of their own age. You, you throw a male in the mix of that, the stress level just goes, goes through the roof. And the uncomfortableness of that, you know, it just – we can't even fathom what that's like to a young lady. So – this is going to protect young women, protect young ladies from having to compete with males, plain and simple. It won't be allowed in the locker rooms. It won't be allowed in the court with them. It's uh, it, it's sad that we need legislation like this, but uh, common sense is not so common these days, Jack, as you know. So we have to put these protections in place to protect our daughters and granddaughters. Not only is it not in place, I was appalled yesterday, and I don't want to go too far uh, down this trail, but I was appalled yesterday. There's there's an old axiom I think that that attorneys throw around, and they say, you know, when when the law is on your side, you, you pound the law, and when the facts are on your side, you, you pound the facts, and when nothing's on your side, you pound the table. And the amount of table pounding that I saw yesterday 
from Democrats in the Senate who don't have facts on their side, whether it's with respect to men competing in women's sports or whether if it, it relates to minors being prescribed puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones and maybe most atrociously having their body parts cut off. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't think I was going to ask you this. How did we get here? How did we get to this point where common sense is is not only is it not common, it's actually looked at as if it's some like alt-right evil position? You're totally right, Jack. It's how did we get here? How did our society get here in the last 10 years? And uh, it's, the, the, it's the breakdown of the family, I think, is an issue. It's, it's social media. It's our kids being taught these crazy ideas from the left. Um, you know, I'll give you an example. My son came home. He's got, he's, got a, he's got a part-time job. He came home the other night, and he said, hey, there's a, there's a lady that asked me to, to address her by her, her correct pronouns. What should I do, Dad? I said, you need to stand your ground, son, and say, I'm going to address you by, by who you are. I mean, this is nonsense. I said, son, you've got to stand your ground. Don't cave to the woke nonsense. Amen. So, you know, we, we've gotten here over time by people not standing their ground, by people being weak-kneed and bowing to the left. We've got to stand our ground, and we did that with House Bill 68. Speaking of standing your ground, there is uh, something that is newer on my radar, but I had a chance to talk about it a few months back. It's called the Institute for Legislative Analysis. And without going into great detail about what their methodology is, they look at uh, each lawmaker nationally, statewide, on limited government index, on the limited government index, and uh, talking about standing your ground, they looked at you based on 41 votes that you've cast in your position. And uh, I'm not going to steal your thunder. Tell our listeners what the Institute for Legislative Analysis found uh, when they examined your voting record. Well, it's very kind of you, Jack, to bring that up. The Institute for Legislative Analysis ranked me number one out of all 132 members of the General Assembly, including the House and the Senate for my limited government voting record. Number one, Jack, I'm, I'm very proud of that. And, uh, you know, to get that rating, you've got to stand your ground. You've got to say, no, we're, we're not going to vote for these things that, uh, that that are put in these bills, the pork that's put into the bills. you got to stand your ground. And, and I'm very proud of that ranking. I'm, I'm very proud of that. I share that with people. And they say, you're number one. I said, yeah, I'm number one. So, uh, you know, it, it tells people a little bit about who I am and, and how I vote. And it, it's a it's a great it's a great tool for us to use in, in our campaign. But but I'm honored to I'm honored to have that and and to be uh, given that honor. Um, again, standing your ground will get you will get you number one on yes. that ranking, Jack. Well, amen to that. And you know, <clears throat> I, I grew up playing sports, and I had several great coaches tell me. And I don't know if Woody Hayes originally coined this phrase or this idea, but it was uh, essentially. If you if you want to go higher, you have to do the absolute best at where you are. And there are a lot of people in this state and in other states in our country who do a haphazard job where they are, and then they run for federal office, and then they maybe run for president. Uh, but you're in the poll position. You are a limited government champion. And I think that's probably why um, that someone that I respect that's already on Capitol Hill endorsed you 
on January 18th. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so so I'm running for Congress in, in District 6, Eastern Ohio, and my good friend Warren Davidson has endorsed me and, and our campaign. And uh, Warren is a great guy. He's a limited government guy. He sees that within me as well, and uh, he, he's looking for reinforcements to, to, to be with him in Congress, to fight back the left, to fight back on taxes, on regulations, and uh, he's going to rely on me when, when I get to Congress, and, and we're going to work together, and, and, and we're going to fight back and, and, and get our rights back, cut these regulations, cut taxes. This is what we're going to do, Jack. So proud to have his endorsement. You know, we look to get a few more of those um, good conservatives to endorse us here in the future, but uh, it was a big win to get Warren's endorsement for sure. I've been saying for a while now that Congress is broken and we need reinforcements who will defend freedom. Reggie Stoltzfus is someone we need in Congress. He will fight for a government that fits within the Constitution. Please joining me in supporting Reggie for Congress. Now, um, you're in a race, and uh, I won't make any bones about that. You, you're in a tough primary. You have two contenders. Uh, one of those is a current senator. And uh, I, I want to talk. We've got about a minute here. I, I want to talk about uh, where you are currently in, in your race against uh, Senator Ruley, and then – if you can stick on the other side of the break, I, I want to talk about something that I think needs to be highlighted um, in some of the advertising that's come out against you. Uh, but what are you seeing right now on the ground with your uh, uh, prospective constituents? Um, what do they say matters to you right now uh, as far as this race is concerned? Well, Jack, what, what matters to the people of the 6th District is the economy. It's out of control. Our spending is out of control. Our national debt is out of control. Hey, Reggie, Reggie, I owe you an apology. I, I looked at the clock the wrong way. We're going to break right now. Can you hold that thought till we come back? Yes, sir. All right. Hey, thank you, and I apologize for hamstringing you there. Hey, stay tuned. Much more uh, on the other side of this break with Reggie Stoltzfus. Reggie Stoltzfus. Reggie Stoltzfus is a candidate for Ohio's 6th Congressional District seat in the United States House of Representatives. He has voted to protect children from medical experimentation, to protect women's privacy and rights to compete against each other and not men in sports. And uh, he's voted to protect parental rights. And he's been a champion of limited government and, in fact, won an award from the Institute for legislative analysis for doing just that. And uh, Reggie, thank you for sticking with us. I appreciate it. Absolutely, Jack. Okay, so before we went to break, we talked about what you're hearing on the ground in your district there in the 6th District, and uh, it's illegal immigration and the economy. So let me start here because I want to make sure we spend some time to get into this mailer that uh, is, is quite disgusting to me that I've seen that your opponent sent out. Um, if you're in the House, what are you going to do on those matters, Reggie, uh, to secure the border and, and to get the economy back on track? Good question, Jack. We're going to finish the wall. You know, Trump started the wall, and we're going to finish it. That's first and foremost. We've got to get that border under control. We've got to stop people from flowing in. First and foremost, finish the wall. As far as the economy goes, it, it's out of control. Our spending is out of control. 
We've got mandatory spending, interest payments that far outweigh what we actually bring in. We've, we've got to pass a balanced budget. We've got to reduce our debt. We're at $34 trillion, Jack. Wow. Our kids and our grandkids are going to have to deal with this if we don't act like adults and deal with it now. So we've got to cut regulations. We've got to cut taxes. We've got to get this economy rolling. We've got to, we've got to fix our economy. We've got to fix it, Jack. So that's what we're going to do when we get to Congress. Yes. I uh, Hopefully the, the Trump tax cuts can be made permanent. Hopefully the green energy cronyism that the Biden administration has tried to shuffle in um, is reversed. Um, let me ask you this uh, before – now, let's get right into it. There was a mailer sent out, and I'm in, uh, I, I've am in. i been able to see it. And um, I, I want to give you a chance to address it, Reggie. Um, and I believe it was the first mailer that went out. Did it come out from uh, your, your opponent, uh, Mr. Rooley? Yes, it did. He sent out a mailer that said all kinds of things about me, that I'm a convict, uh, that I've been convicted of domestic, convicted of domestic violence, um, that I'm a wife beater. Things that are very untrue, Jack. And, uh, you know, Larry Householder tried this tactic on me when I ran for the state house back in 2018. He sent six of these mailers out and really defamed me. But, uh, you know, after the story, the, the true story came out, voters got very upset, very upset. And and I won handedly against Larry Householder. So so when when they send out these mailers, it's a deflection because. My opponent, Mike Rooley, is such a flaming liberal when it comes to social issues. He's, he's attempted to put men in women's bathrooms, in their locker rooms, in domestic violence shelters. He's written bills, Senate Bill 119, the Fairness Act. He's done these terrible things as a Republican, and he knows that he cannot win because of his record. So he's deflecting the matter and, and, and putting out this, these terrible mailers about me. And really, the truth of this story that happened was when I was a teenager and my parents were getting a divorce, Jack, and a threat was made to my mother, and I stood up, and I was, I was frustrated, and I punched a hole in our living room wall, and I was charged with a misdemeanor. Later, that charge was expunged. So, and that's the story, Jack. That's so, the headline. So, so you, you, and this is, you, you, hold on, hold on, hold the, hold the horses. <laughs> you, your parents were getting divorced. You were frustrated. You punched a hole in the wall. Didn't hit another human being. Didn't beat your wife. Didn't beat your mom. Didn't beat your dad. <laughs> and this mailer says he's guilty of domestic violence. Um, boy, that's a reach, isn't it? I mean, that's um, that's the epitome of dirty politics in my book. It absolutely is. It, it's a low blow. And again, like I said, when, when voters find out about the, the true the true story. They get really mad, and uh, it, it typically it backfires. And it, like I said, it backfired on Larry Householder back in 2018. It's going to backfire again on Mike Rooley um, again. And, uh, you know, we, we will be successful in this race for sure. Um, let me ask you this. Where can our listeners go to learn more about you, uh, to volunteer, or to support your campaign? Thank you for that question, Jack. They can go to reggieforohio.com, and they can learn about uh, what I believe in. They can donate there. They can sign up to volunteer. They can do all those things. Um, So if we go to reggieforohio.com, that's where our listeners can go. And, you know, we've got a couple of minutes here. We've we've got uh, about two minutes. 
Um, I've asked a lot of questions. You might you might want to just talk to our listeners about either your platform or uh, in the next two minutes why you think that you're the guy that should go to D.C. for your constituents. Well, that's, that's wonderful. I'm the guy because I'm the conservative in this race, Jack. Like I said, my, my opponent, Mike Ruley, is, is a liberal um, running as a conservative. And, you know, his record, he, he can't hide behind his record because it, it shows. And people will see that, um, you know, when the, the people of the 6th District are good, God-fearing people. They don't like nonsense of putting men in their daughters' and granddaughters' bathrooms. And, uh, you know, they're just not going to put up with that, that nonsense. They want someone who's going to represent them well, who's, who's going to represent them and, and vote for limited government. And that's what I'm going to do when I get to Washington, Jack. You know, we spoke about um, that ranking. Um, they ranked me number one for my votes. Yep. That's how I'm going to vote in Washington, D.C. I'm not going to change. That's who I am. I'm going to go to D.C. and vote exactly the same way, Jack, because that's who I am. And uh, the voters of the 6th District are resonating with me. We're we're out on the road meeting them every day. And, uh, you know, we're making making headway. So this is is going to be a tough race, but uh, we're going to come out on top. I'm confident of that, Jack. So one of the things that I appreciate about you, and we've got just about a minute here, um, tell our listeners what you also do. I mean, yes, you are a state representative right now uh, competing for a seat in the U.S. House. But there's a lot more to your story. Um, what else do you do for work? And, and tell us a bit about your family. Yeah, so, uh, well, I'm, I've been married to my wife, Jeanette, for 21 years. We've got four children, ages 20, 17, 16, and 10. And my wife and I, we started a small business in 2005 in our detached garage. We manufacture wood roof trusses. If you're building a house, a garage, or barn, um, you need roof trusses. So we started manufacturing those in 2005, and uh, we've, we've grown our business. The Lord has been good to us, and uh, we, we operate a, a fairly large company now. We employ around 40 people awesome. um, up here in Northeast Ohio, and, uh, you know, it, it's a good business. So that's what I do. That's my real job, and uh, I love it. I love what I do. I love serving the people um, in my house district, and I'm, I look forward to serving the people in the 6th Congressional District as well. Reggie, that's R-E-G-G-I-E, for F-O-R-O-H-I-O, O-H-I-O.com. Reggie for Ohio.com is where you can go to learn more about Reggie Stoltzfus. Uh, Representative, thank you for joining us today and uh, sharing your story. I'm certain that we'll have you back before, uh, before this primary. Jack, I sure have appreciated the time with you. I look forward to speaking with you again. Thank you, Reggie. And, uh, hey, thank you for listening. Jeff, can you believe it? We're done. Another another episode in the books. Another edition of the Bruce Hooley Show, the Thursday edition. Hey, thanks for uh, sticking with us today. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you learned. I did. Both of those things. And uh, I'll be back with you tomorrow at 11 from 11 to 1. Hey, set an alarm. Tell your friends and be here tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.